0: You're We're listening, listening to, to the Texas, Texas Ring of Fire! Yo, 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 what it do? You do?
1: It's RB22. Good
2: morning. This is
0: Sunshine out of Dallas. What's up, guys?
1: What up, what up, what up? This is OSG holding it down, throwing H's.
0: What up, everybody? It's been about a month <laughs> since we brought something to you. 30, but, 30, you know, 30 days, 30
1: days to the day.
0: 30 days to the day. There you go. So, yeah, it's been a while, but, you know, we've had COVID and then just – busy stuff going on but luckily everybody's healthy now. So you know, my family, we're we're good. OSG, how how are you doing man? You doing all right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Just chilling, just working soccer, working soccer, working soccer. That's it. Hell yeah. Traveling. Right? Traveling with the ass. Back and forth. Yep. Made a trip. Made a trip this week. Or during the middle of the week to Houston on a Tuesday. So. Still still going, yep, back and forth. Day trips. You, you don't to don't need some hotels players? no more.
0: You went to be some players, right?
1: To meet all the, yeah, meet to all the players, all the Dynamo players and the Dash Blues. And so pretty much everybody was there. Uh, Rachel Daly was not there, but, of course, she's still, she's still kicking it in England right now, enjoying her, her Euro Cup championship. Uh, and then Tyler Pasher wasn't there, but, of course, uh, he's been – Wait, he's been released since so we waived Tyler Pasture, our Canadian favorite. Uh, those were the only two players that weren't there. Otherwise, it was both both teams, and it was, it was a it was friggin' blasted. It was it was fun and uh, kind of like the way they did it. You know? Yeah, but it was cool.
0: Acha acha, he was there too.
1: Yeah, everybody was there. Acha acha was there. He he was a bartender for a little bit, even though they weren't making real <laughs> drinks. Uh, yeah, he probably
0: had he probably had a did they drink or no?
1: No they didn't, they didn't no.
0: have
1: a drink, no. No, and then they still had to wear their mask around us too. Yeah. So they true. were being they they were being safe and they, they had a bunch of stations set up. So like uh they you were know, yeah, they were playing pool at one point, they were throwing axes. Uh they would just be standing up by the the trophies taking pictures, uh you know, there was, a, and then there was just a line where they were doing like twelve players at a time. We're, were doing autographs, so it was it was pretty easy to get autographs. Yeah. Twenty five, you now said, and they, they were playing. Yeah, I got twenty five. I think I got more. I think I got like fourteen Dash players and eleven Dynamo players. Damn, so that's that pretty cool. Yeah, it it was worth it, especially when they did both teams, because you know. Dash deserve it as well, and they're kicking ass right now. And and they're fun, man. They're fun. They they have more they have more character <laughs> than the than the Dynamo boys do sometimes. But and was friggin- there a
0: crowd, bro? Was, was there like a lot of people that went to this event, or was it kind yeah. of, or were you kind of like uh, it could be, or maybe they didn't
1: promote it as well, or no, it I mean- was for season ticket, season well, ticket holders only.
2: Well, what RB22 was trying to say, how how long was the line? <laughs> how long were the lines to get a signature?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, no the, lines. Lines were, the, line, the lines were long enough, but they only did signatures in one place, and you were getting 12 at a time.
0: Yeah, that's shit. Hey, that's, yeah. that's the way to yeah. do it right there. That's the
1: way to do it. I went through the line twice, and then I chased some people down to get a couple more. Uh, at the end, uh, I didn't go. You know, you could you could have gone through the line, got like twelve signatures, and then by that time they would have put twelve more players out there. So you could have gotten in line and got twelve more again, and then they did it one more time. So if you if you wanted all the signatures, you would have stood in line three different times. And just uh, it's on a dance floor. There was music playing, so it was uh, it was chill. I was at this place called Stampede, which looks like a, a country country bar. In uh, hangout or whatever, dance dance hall. It was, it was pretty big. So I had enough room for, I don't know how many people were there, maybe five, six hundred people. Oh, damn. And then both yeah. teams. For sure. So it, so- it was cool. The line moved. It wasn't that crowded. It was just a freaking blast. Everybody was uh, talkative and just they took pictures and everything. So it was just freaking, it was worth it except that it was on a Tuesday night, which Whatever <laughs> for yeah. you, that's tough. For you, that's,
0: that's
2: tough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> All right. yeah. For for driving, b-
0: driving from Georgetown to fucking uh, Houston on a Tuesday—that's rough. Back and so forth. I went to work
1: first. Dude. Right, right. Went to work, then drove straight to Houston, and then drove back. And then yeah. went to work the next day. You know? hey, hey. Hey. hey, hey, I found them
0: fandom though. But hey, sunshine, hey. sunshine, how you? How are you, bro? How are you, I was, bro? I- I'm
2: doing good. I was gonna say, hey, I chat you. You listening to the podcast? Fly out to uh, OSG <laughs> next time,
1: so he's not having to <laughs> Travel so much on <laughs> right. the road. Pick me, pick me up, bro. You right. need I to find
0: you, you. need to find some some <laughs> Houston fans that are just like you, man. That way I can carpool up there to all these events.
1: Yeah, there's only there's like four here that I know of. And yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's more. I think I'm the only one that. Could- Every single, one. yeah, we just gotta really kind of explore. God, so, but yeah, look at look, look at always looking for more dynamite in the area. Jeez. So you get, yep, I'm, I'm having well, fun. I'm having fun, Yeah,
0: sunshine, man. What's up with you, bro? Anything new? What's up, As, uh, FC Dallas, man? They kind of, kind of, kind of falling down a little bit in the standings.
2: Well, I was gonna say. I mean, that we're in third place right now, sitting at 36 points, despite having a an average July. Yeah, so, right. Um, you know, I can't complain, but definitely there's a lot of improvement that that we need to see for sure. But now it's yeah. been good. Um, it's good to see that uh, you know we're we're still we're still in the playoff picture. I know OSG just touched on Houston. They, you know, they're about. They're not too far from the playoff spot, but I know they want to stay in there. So, I don't know. Just excited to see how the, the season's going to end towards the, the playoff picture. I mean, picture. It,
0: all it takes is a few, a few games. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't take much for any team to just jump up and be in playoffs again or even fall out of practice.
1: playoffs. Practice? Who practice? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, yeah, man, so July – July, you know, came and went, and, dude, July has been hot, bro. These games have been kind of rough. I'm sure for you, OSG, and Sunshine, you don't have the shade that we have at Q2. Luckily, we have that. But, dude, Tejas is verde, you know. We were able to pull it off. Got the dub over there in, in uh, right. Dallas. I mean, well, we didn't get the dub, but we won the championship over there i guess you could say you know the the cup but copa texas you know it's it's pretty badass little trophy dude uh have you have y'all seen it and you've seen it osg right in person yeah
1: yeah of course yeah yeah I've, then, I've seen it yeah they I've flaunt they, well. they, they, they flaunt they flaunt it around and then of course yeah. I know one of the members of the uh, Copa Teos, and they, they came when it came through, I got a picture of it. I got to see it firsthand.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah, I haven't got to actually, like, hold it or nothing, but uh, my time will come. My time will come.
2: <laughs> so I, at that game, because, you know, out of all the games, of course, there's not a lot of uh, fans that travel. And, and so for the away game, the Austin fans came out to the stadium. And, man, from where we were sitting at over at the supporter section from the FC Dallas, we would look across and see the Austin fans. They were just, like, yelling and it looked hype.
0: <laughs>
1: but,
2: like, I, I guess it's just, like, the way that the stadiums are built. You can't even hear the chants, though. Like, yeah. it, it's crazy because it looks like it's close by. But you guys are so loud over there. You'd be step foot, like, where you guys are at. The chants are so loud. And then the same thing, over where the FC Dallas supporters are at. Like, it's super loud, but you can't hear each other. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: yeah. crazy. Uh, a lot of people have said that. A lot of people. Have, like, I think even OG has said that before. Yeah. That, uh, like, they couldn't hear us in certain – I think at, at their stadium or something. But, I mean, yeah, like you said, it, I think it's just the way the stadiums are built. Cause, yeah. Once you go around that section, it's it's pretty freaking loud.
2: Yeah, because I tried that. I was over at the FC Dallas supporter section, and I'm telling you, we were loud. And then I right. went over to the Austin side. I couldn't even hear them at all. They were just like, <laughs> yeah. are, are you guys even chanting? Like, Yeah. But...
0: No, but that, yeah, that no, that's atmosphere was, was dope.
1: But, What's that? But Sunshine, I've, I've always questioned, why the hell do they have y'all supporter section over there in the corner? Yeah, uh, Yeah, SC and a small Dallas. section. It is. It. Yeah, it right behind the goal where that SC Dallas little section is. It kind of fits perfectly. Why aren't y'all there?
2: They used to be there, and then they closed that um, down a few years For a ago. Concert. I, I really don't know why, but man, that would be that would be nice. They just need to fill it up. I I don't know. If, um, I, I really don't know why they don't do that anymore, but I think they need to start that
0: up again. Even like being behind yeah. the goal, dude. Like yeah. we we get to banter with the keeper, the away keeper,
1: yeah, all get game,
0: to... getting his head. You
1: know. Yep. Like well, that's why I think it's where supporters supporters belong. And y'all are off to the freaking corner. Yeah, for sure. Not even behind the goal. I think it's the only supporter section that's not behind the goal. You know, I don't know every support supporter section, though, but it's just, it's always when I see it, it's just crazy to me. That little bitty ass corner over there is like, wow, they stuck over there, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know,
0: I'm... change it. You're frustrating OSG, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hot... <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. Let's see a yeah, movement up there.
2: <laughs> it would have to be on that north side because on the south side, that's where they have that Hall of Fame. And that's where everybody has like the season tickets and they pay more for like, You know, unlimited drinks and snacks. It's like more luxury.
1: Yeah. Uh, No wonder y'all are in the quarter because y'all been bought out. Yeah. Yeah. I got
0: bought out. We got bought out. (laughs) 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 That's fucking funny. (laughs) Hey, money makes the world go Mm round, my friends. Yep. But,
2: man, that, that Austin Dallas game. I felt like it was all Dallas, and they should have won that game. And one error from, from our defenders' cost us that Fagundes set up. He scored, right? Or was it a setup? No, it was Fagundes, right? Yeah. Fagunda. Yeah, that was – man, they just capitalized on that good error. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, Yeah. That's what you want to see. They're, they're lethal.
0: Yeah. Well, I will get into being lethal because last night's game is questionable. <laughs> but – we can't. We totally. we just cannot be San Jose, bro. Like, like man. But e- even before the, Told you the, that the I know, bro. I know, I know, I know. But uh, before the FC Dallas game, we we you know we played Houston too. And oh, uh, she, you were sitting in the supporter section, right? Well, well not not our supporter section and the Houston supporter of course section. Not. I saw you on TV. Yes. <laughs> I saw you. you
1: saw on, me on TV. That yeah. I saw was a you. On
0: the on the recording of that I had, I I watched it and I was like, dang, look look at this OSG getting all live when y'all scored." <laughs> Hell yeah,
1: I was on yeah. the top rows, I could see everything. <laughs> man, I'm I'm kind of sad
2: about this Copa house, man. I was really looking forward to a shirt, and nobody got a jersey.
1: Dude,
0: nobody, right?
2: Nobody, got a <laughs> nobody, jersey,
0: nobody got a jersey. Nobody, yeah. <laughs> what the heck? but it is what it is maybe next year right
2: Yep.
0: or maybe playoffs
2: playoffs yeah
0: Yeah, we always have playoffs dude and that would be awesome I would love to have a playoff game where you know it's at home against y'all or something that way you you can travel yeah
2: that'd be
1: you better travel to that if it's a playoff game oh yeah
2: playoff oh yeah for sure
1: don't ask (laughs) him to travel ask him to go to the game he'll travel Yeah, he'll he'll, he'll travel, right? Yeah,
2: Yeah.
1: exactly. (laughs) Probably find a river to go to that day. Uh, damn. But,
0: Copa is is ours, you know, Austin FC. Congratulations. They're, you know, it's the first trophy in our history. But, I guess, I I don't know. Would y'all really consider that? Uh like it's more supporter it's more yeah. of a supporters trophy not it it is i mean
2: it, it it's big picture you wanted the mls cup but i you know trophy's a trophy and that one's for the supporters um
0: at but, the beginning but, but of the but season but but the thing about it it's only 3 teams also and the mls is uh 2019 or yeah twenty nine teams right well i mean
2: that, that's what i'm saying it is what it is it's a it's a supporters supporters um trophy for just the the three big cities in in uh, the MLS for Texas so I mean it's nothing more than that but it it shows who's the better of the Texas teams right now and if you look at the standings you see Austin's second place Dallas and in second and Houston in third so uh, that's it's basically saying who the best team of Texas is right now
1: yes sir
0: yeah and then San Antonio they won the USL Copa Tejas, so Harry,
1: you, you oh. know. So they were there. There was they were saying that you know since maybe to make it a recognizable uh, cup, uh, but it will never be a recognizable cup for MLS. But since Copa Tejas is is becoming a thing, why don't we just have the Copa Cup, and the we Copa do involve cup? those US, yeah, the right. USL teams, right. the MLS team, and then play an actual tournament and they can play it throughout the season however and work it in you just like the open cup in the season or or you know what let's have an open cup instead of Houston having to fly all the way to Phoenix Arizona in the preseason let's play the damn open cup Copa Cup in the, the preseason. preseason right y'all don't have to travel y'all don't have to travel yeah good Massa competition, don't have to travel. Good
0: competition yeah. across the field good, we good we, we, could, yeah. we can travel to you know El Paso San Antonio, Houston, you know wherever we got to go, y'all can travel. You know preseason yeah. games that would be yeah. fun.
1: Yeah, just a preseason tournament and rotate it every year. It's, it's the Copa Teos Cup. Rick, forget it. Just play it, and you know what? There's a there's some little stakes, and then when the season starts, you can go into your mini, your mini Copa Teos. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah,
1: that'd be fun though.
0: Yeah, that's something to think about, Steve. Think about If it, you're man.
1: listening, you right. know you are.
0: But. <laughs> right. <laughs> shout out, shout out, copatejas, Steve. But I guess ooh. let's move on to what you know. Beautiful month for Austin FC in July. Besides that, New York Red Bulls loss. Go into the Houston game.
1: Vancouver. Tough, 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 tough Yeah, r- ridiculous. He's like, I
2: already forgot about it. I moved
1: on. We had, we had six six defenders. Yeah, I, I wish we could move on, but I, I still have a, an episode to record myself. i still got the, the Dash, still have a game to play. As we were recording, the Dash still currently have a game to play over the weekend, and then Donna Doe still have a game to play over the weekend as well. So I've still got some more soccer, and... As we're recording, I'm watching Manchester City score, and, and Holland got his second goal. It's two nothing City, but yeah, he in Houston and Vancouver. That, that was, uh, you know, that's one of those games where it's the same old story. Same old story. You you, you play good, you have a lead, but yeah, yeah, you don't know how to finish your opportunities, and then you, you give up goals late. You, you question the, the, tactics, going in uh, with the, the coaching. Late into the game, the way they were made, and uh, just uh, a lot of people don't like parking the bus, but coaches park the bus. And what happens when you park the bus? More teams teams get more opportunities, and here we go. They just chipped away and chipped away and chipped away. And then one of them was a deflection. And then, friggin' Clark on the, the second one, Jesus oh, Christ, man. come on! Yeah,
0: that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, but dude, Steve Clark, yeah, like, know. he's he's starting to become like one of the worst keepers, man. Like he's been, I wouldn't
1: call it worse. He's been going through some; uh, he was a little hurt before that. He, I don't know if he should have even played this game. He was hurt a little bit, so I don't know how his condition was technically. Mm. But we don't have anybody else, so that's uh, just uh, you know he's he's been performing well, but you know not not recently, and uh, you know, so he's we'll a li- he's it. a
2: liability back there.
1: Yeah. He hasn't been so far. We're, we're two-thirds through the season, and this is his, uh, really his first injury. The only other time he missed because he's having a baby. So I wouldn't call him a liability. The man's still in action. So uh, hopefully he just, you know, was just his shoulder's fine and he's, he's playing through it. He actually played well during the game and still made some saves until that friggin' last shot that lost the game. It, wherever it took a deflection, but he was still laid out. And it just snuck under him and but uh, whatever. It's just, it's just it's frustrating right now. Houston's on a roll. Like one win, one draw, and nine losses in the last Eesh. ten games. Yeah, um, man, they're on that's
0: it. rough.
2: Downward slump. They got to turn that around.
0: Yeah, the Acha Acha has been involved in six matches now and only won one game out of those six. So how- Yep.
1: Our form has not been the best, so it hadn't had nothing to do with Achi. It's He's been playing well. Uh, it's just it's so. Just been what, the same, what kind of role do they have playing in? He's, Ache Ache. he's playing that that, that's, that central midfielder, uh, more of a more of a defensive style midfielder playing, trying to be that creator. So when he gets the ball in the attacking front, in the attacking front, he, he's looking to make that that pass. Uh, he, I don't think he has, but maybe one or two shots so far. Uh, he's just looking for that next connection, the next con- uh, connectability, to try to get to the goal. So he's more like a CDM pretty much. Yeah. He almost scored that. Chilena. He, he, you know, he gets his, he does get a couple opportunities, but it, it's, it's, uh, it's, Always opportunities when you're like shoot, shoot shoot and then it comes back to Herrera and then, and then he, he maybe he takes his shots. <laughs> so yeah, what does uh, sometimes they play like a wreck team. They forget they're supposed to shoot on the frigging goal. It's just ridiculous. And then the opportunities do get. It's friggin ridiculous how they try to finish. <laughs> it's uh, it's just so frustrating, a lot of the times.
0: Yeah. I I can imagine, I mean, with nine losses, I mean, you know, out of the out of the last what, eleven you said? Eleven, one win, one draw, losses. That's that's tough, bro. Yeah, dude, I mean, it just kinda it kinda of, kind of reminds you of she, last season.
1: Yeah, it, it, it does. You know, we and we know you can see that they play well, but they just lose the game. Two to one to Vancouver. Should should have won that game. Should not have just lost that one. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At Philly. We know what happened there, so that was Oof. disgusting. Uh, yeah. Minnesota at home, we lost that with two to one, even though we dominated the entire game. They sat back and parked the bus the entire game, and we just and they they made their opportunity. We our win because we swept San Jose this season was there, uh, l- loss at Austin, the tie at Dallas or in da- uh, in Houston against Dallas. Uh, we just have have no luck against Dallas this season. The referees, as far as that goes. And then our our July Fourth weekend game against in Charlotte game we should have won we played this board and lost you know it's in the you, we can even go back to further at Portland two to one you know, you know so, <laughs> there's, there's games games we're just close and you and you lose those games you, and then only one of those that you really got beat two of those that you really got beat it's uh, it's it's just a uh, you know they nothing nothing's clicking there's zero chemistry yeah maybe one percent chemistry.
0: <laughs> Damn, that's none.
1: Dang. <laughs> well, the, the the chemistry that I saw was on the on the plane, right, Vancouver. They were playing cards and having fun together. That's that's the one
0: percent. Yeah. Well, I mean, you need that. You need you need more of that though, between all the players. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. so what's yeah. what's coming up with uh, Houston Dynamo then? Who who do they got next?
1: We got Montreal at home this weekend for an eight o'clock Saturday night game, and then we all travel to Colorado, and and then uh, at Minnesota. Now uh, we're gonna sit in their little shitty supporter section that they have for the away people. And it looks like a little bitty. It looks like I don't know. It's just a corner. It Looks like a corner. There, and it does and it, The the bowl stops going that way, so. You, you can only get out of your seat to the right and it looks small. So I'm like, uh, this looks, but whatever, we're going to be, we'll be at the Denver game, the Colorado versus Houston game. Just going to have some fun and catch a baseball game while we're there. Uh, then following back after that, after the Colorado game, we go back to Minnesota, which sh- they should be back to full force, So it won't be the same as when we play them. And then to end off the, the month of August, we get a, A weekday home game against LAFC, which is going to be tough. And, yes, I will be going to that game. So, that's – you know, we have a – Dynamo can play well, but Montreal sitting in third in the east. So, you never know what what you're going to get. But So, expect Montreal to be favored, of course, and expect them to, to get the win. We can hope for a draw, but you never know. You never know. At Colorado, that's a very winnable game. We tied them zero, 0 earlier in the season. Uh, so each other knows how to play, and you know, neither team's changes changed that much. So we can just have some form, and maybe they'll play play well in front of the the, the least 20 of us that are going to that game. And then after that, man, at Minnesota, is the, they're going to have a couple players back from their game in that didn't play in the previous one. So that'll be a tough match at Minnesota. So we don't know, maybe get a draw on that. And then LAFC, what, what are you going to expect out of that? So, yeah, it'll be tough to end the month. Uh, you know, it's just we're still technically not eliminated from the playoffs. So the front mm-hmm. office is still saying this is a goal. So, well, you know, keep it as a goal. Let's keep going. But we, we did really nothing in the window. All we did was bring in uh, Nelson Cununas. I don't know how to say his name correctly, but he's a, a Colombian winger. He's young. He's going to be a U-22 initiative. Uh, he doesn't have too much experience, but, you know, and we'll see once he gets his visa passed and he gets here and see how he does when he starts getting some time. But like I said earlier, we got wave Tyler Pasher, and that was a mutual – Waving, so it didn't cost us anything on the salary cap. He wanted to go, and we said, "Okay, you can go." So we let him go. So you know, we still have the same problem: no wingers. So we need to get us some good wingers. Papa's playing a little bit better, but Bass still has no, you know, connection up top, and uh, it's just, it's just a lot of confusion sometimes between these guys. But you know, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah, we will see, man. Uh- I hate to say that, you know, like next year will be better for y'all because it needs to happen now, you know. And I know you want y'all want to see it well, now.
1: Well, we know what to expect during the off season. We we just gotta we just gotta take the pain that we're going through right now to get to the off season, and then and then hope stays hope what's gonna happen in the off season stays the truth because we have a lot of contracts out, so. We resigned a lot of people when uh, Pat Onstad came in last season, and he gave people opportunities. So I don't expect him to resign a lot of those players. And there's a lot of players that are running out of contracts. So there's a, there's a, there's a lot of opportunity to to bring in a lot of a lot of players that maybe want to be here or that just fit the mold of the style of uh, the style of formation and the style of the tactics that we're trying to Nagamora just wants us to use. So. It's it's <laughs> the the hopeful can be optimistic still. We just gotta suffer right now and just hope we can knock out some wins here and there. And you know maybe uh, I don't know. Just maybe just finish on some good form. Not worried about the playoffs anymore. No we just need to finish on some good form so we can to at least hold our heads up to end the season and then look optimistic during the off season and get that transfer window going and continue this rebuild this project. So, we know what's coming. We just got to be patient. But there's a lot of a lot of Naga out in Houston right now. I am Naga in. I don't think we need to worry about him right now, even though I see some of the tactical mistakes that he's making on the field, and those are questionable.
0: Did you see but, that video of him in the locker room with the players after the game?
1: Yeah, I did. That's, that's him in, like, 20 years when he's – when he's coaching an older team, but yeah, that's, that was, that, that, that's, definitely, definitely what it should have been, and then, you know, when the video ended right before, that the team was able to give him one back, so he slapped 22 players, but he also, <laughs> 20, 22 slaps, so, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I'm hoping they can get two shits together, man, it's Yeah,
0: just,
1: just figure it out, and I, I'm not worried about playoffs no more. I'm not worried about Nagamore. Just well, Nagamore does need does not need to make any friggin' mistakes. He just continue to stand out though, because he's already in the friggin' hot box with the fans. Definitely not with the front office, and he's not going nowhere. Okay. So I know he's, he's he's here. We'll deal with it unless somebody hot comes calling. You know, Tati after the World Cup is one that everybody keeps throwing out there for for Houston. So you, you, you never know that they could come calling or something could happen. But, you know, Nagamora's just got one year to give him another. Let's rebuild during in the offseason and let's make some changes, at least personnel while player-wise. Would will be curious and I'll be interested. But a lot to look forward to, though, as, yeah. as always. Just as as yeah. going are in the right direction. So, so it sounds
2: like the Houston fans are easy to please then, huh? <laughs>
1: At, at these days yeah.
2: <laughs> we don't have to make playoffs anymore. We don't no. have, have a good time.
1: Yeah. No. I, I, I guarantee you there's there's I wouldn't call it there wouldn't call it fighting. There's debating. There's debating yeah. for almost everybody. I guarantee yeah, no, the, you I guarantee you the
0: team is sitting there talking to when they talk to each other, they're like, hey we're still trying to make playoffs, you know, like we've yeah. still got this. You know, all we gotta do is sneak in.
1: That's all we gotta do. Well see that's that's it. That's it. The team's talking together. Just right now, they're, they're probably not talking together and they're fighting in the locker room. And, you know, we're just trying to figure out who's separating. And it's, it's, you can tell it. You can tell it when you're watching all the social media posts and you see it at the meet and greet who, who was put together and who's hanging out together. And uh, whenever they're in their personal time, who's taking their pictures together. And then you hear those locker room fights. Well, come on, we could put two and two together. And so, you know, if the locker room's divided, you know, just what side Nagamore on, or is it, is it locker room not just divided, but it's divided three ways? <laughs> and everybody's yeah. fighting with And then the, the older players that have been here are fighting with the newer regime. And I, I, I you know, it's so, it's, uh, yeah, just yeah. Uh, crap noise. It, it's, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not, the, it's not the best time right now. We're not having fun at all. So that's why we're, that's why me, man, I'm just hoping that we can just find some good form. Like I said, we're not technically out of the playoffs yet. Mathematically out of the playoffs yet. So, come on. If you can find some form. Maybe you can make a little bit of a run. But otherwise, I just want to find some good form and just get into the offseason season. Just, shit, just continue again because this season's almost shot, but I'm not giving up at all. Though. So let's let's just let's go, go give some people some headaches. Well, let me yeah. let me ask
0: you let me ask you one thing, OSC, Before we end the Houston, uh, like say next year comes and we're having the same discussion about this point in the, in the season, are you probably gonna be like, knock out or on stat? Like, hey, what, what? Like, what's the deal? Or are you gonna be more frustrated at that point, or are you still gonna give it like some time and trust the process? Or or if or, or, how are you going to feel?
1: No, for for next season, for Nagamore in and him getting the, the hopefully the the rebuild of the rosters and a, a bunch of new personnel in. And, uh, as long as he stands up and acts like a freaking coach and enforces his ways and makes the team go by his ways, and uh, you know, it, now now I judge I judge him a, a lot, and I'm. <sighs> I would say a third of the season. Let's see where we're at. It's what thirty-four games. The third is going to be. We'll just call it an eleven-game, twelve games to start the season. And uh, you know, you see where you're, see where you're sitting in the standings right there. How the team has performed, and that's 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 where you really start to. Okay, I've got this contract sitting here for this other coach. <laughs> Should I bring him in? Uh, you know, we have a Dinah Dose coach that everybody likes, and he's playing re- and he's coaching really well. Somebody that, you know, he, we say sh- could, we could give an up. Yeah, knows the system as well, too. Yeah. You know, I I, I don't know how you would treat this guy, but uh, someone's saying just bring him in as a uh, interim coach, and then he can go back to his role once we were able to find our coach in that search. And, you know Nagamore's got to go, and the town's got to go. But a lot of people are saying the time is now; it just needs to go, and we need to have a new coach that comes in for the rebuild and go from there. But I don't, I don't understand it unless Nagamore wasn't our first choice; that's what we had to take. I don't know what we can get, but if there's somebody out there that fits the fits the build, and I'm for it. Otherwise, I got to stick with Naga, and you that's, think- that's uh, OSG statement right there. That's not a dynamic statement. that's an OSG statement.
2: What, what do you think is the issue right now? You think it's the players or you think it's the coach? You think it's the players that need to step up their game?
1: I, I think it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be more like 60-40, the players and their skill. they need to understand the game and what they're playing. and then Nagamura a lot is making tactical mistakes. We what is this twenty four games into the season? And we've had twenty-two different starting lineups. Nice. That is
0: sounds like Wolf.
1: Yeah, dude, dude. <laughs> dude, 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 dude I'm hoping that's that's if that's a, that's the a great analogy. Sounds like Wolf from season one, and and then maybe he figures it out season two. But come on, twenty-two different starting lineups in twenty-four games, and and we and know what. 11, everybody, everyone, everyone to gets start. to play. Everyone gets to play. Yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, this isn't the YMCA, though. This so, YMCA. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Nogmore needs to make a lot more smarter decisions. He needs to take control of the team, and to act like a. coach. He's not coaching youth kids anymore. No he's coaching. He's coaching men at, at the highest level in 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 American was, soccer. So yeah, he, he I coach.
2: I was gonna say he he needs to be a little bit more cutthroat. I mean, like um, if you see Hard Knocks football, um and you see a little right. bit more into right. the NFL, you want your job, you got to perform. If not, there's somebody else wanting that position, and I think they got to – that's something that you have to instill into these players, and I don't know if um, – with your starters, are they even afraid that somebody's going to come take their spot? Probably not, but you need to have an inner competition, and that's how you get – that's how you get a good team going.
1: Yeah. They should be afraid. They just saw Pastor leave. Pastor was a fan favorite. He played well for us. He's a Canadian national team player. Why can't he get minutes for us? He wasn't getting minutes. He wanted to leave. He was mad. And uh, twenty-two out of twenty-four games, at different starting lineup. So your starting spot is not secure at all. Mm-hmm. There's only there's only a, a few players who, and and you really can't say they're secure because look at Seabass, who who went through a run of three three games where he didn't start at all and. Uh, this, the coach said, because he wasn't informed with the team. So we didn't start him. That's you know, that's our DP. He says it's just not informed. He's fit, he's healthy, but no, he's he's not going to start. Just, uh, he's missing something right now. <laughs> so so you, you never goals. know. So. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not even getting the passes to him to miss the goals. So that, <laughs> that's the other thing. So they're like, maybe they're delaying him for not being in that position. But. I don't know, you know. I that, that it's not the easiest style formation to learn, but uh, it, it is it is learnable. These guys are professionals, so they should figure it out. They should be able to perform, but right now they're not. So, you know, mm-hmm. uh, thank God for the dash and uh, Donna Doze right now. Dash and Donna Doze are both sitting in third place in their respective standings. Dash and Doze both have a tough games. To sure. Run to continue for the dash, and of course, this being first season, in next pro, uh, Donna Dose to make the playoffs and trying to take on those those miniature MLS teams that are holding up the Ford up top, uh, and then North Texas uh, sitting in fourth right behind us in, in Donna Dose. And Victor, as, my, as a matter of fact, the, the final game for Donna, for the MLS next pro, Donna Dose is hosting North Texas, and we've made it. An, we've made it an official tailgate with team So we're going to have hey. a big party out front. That's I hey, think that's on the 18th. So come, man, tell your people, come on down. We're going to party this time. It's going to be a game. Hey, they've been doing good too. Both teams have been doing good. Looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to it. But that's, that's Houston, man. We're holding it down. H is up all the time. Continue to follow me on Instagram for my travels. because I go back to Houston to play Montreal. And then after that, Travel to Denver, Colorado, which we're going to have some fun. We're going to get a baseball game, uh, check out the sights and the scenery, and just, just have a good old time. But that's it. Lisa's from Houston. Yeah. Well, sounds, oh, sounds man, like that's the,
2: rough. It sounds like the foundation's a little shaky. Let's see if they can hold it down.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's rough over there in Houston, bro. Right, it, sounds, it sounds like us
1: last year nowhere to fall so it's being held down all the way to the ground yeah. I think I think only San Jose and sporting KC are below us right now in the, as far as the West Ends go yeah
0: I'm talking about we can't even we can't we've never beat them we still can't fucking beat them and I don't see us ever beating them like it's just dog like why can we not beat San Jose I, I don't get it uh, it's just frustrating.
2: That mental, that
1: mental roadblock. It's a yeah, mental roadblock. Like man. what? Is, what is the curse against San Jose? I don't know, man.
0: I mean, I, they get I guess in their head. They, their, their pressure. Their, their counter. I mean, there's, they're, they're quick. They, they they're set pieces. I mean, it's just like, bro. Yeah, we, and we got to defend better. Nick Lima. Uh, I mean, it's just, bro. We, it, it was a bad game yesterday. But in July, let me just run down what we had. Austin FC jumped to some Austin FC. Colorado, we did win that one. We two to three. Uh we won again 3-0. Played at Atlanta. Hosted Houston, beat them 3 1. Dallas 1 1 tied. Still can't beat Dallas. Still haven't beat Dallas. No. Ever. Never have beat Dallas. So like, there's there's just these teams, bro, that we just and, – and, and it's funny, bro, because we we line up. The way we set up, Brad Stuver has the ball, and he's looking up. And everyone's set up in formation, and we, they have a player on them. And Brad Stuver still plays out the damn back, and I don't understand it, bro. Like, there everyone has a player, someone marking them. Why do you pass it to them? Why do you pass it to them? And and these mistakes happen, and we just get punished them, all, you know, all the time, bro, all the time it happens. New York Red Bulls lost that one three to four. That's that's a team that Danny Pineda didn't start, uh, and Brad Suver didn't start. He had COVID. Brad Suver had COVID, so that that's a team that that we should have beat, my opinion. Danny starts that game, we win. Tarbell. It was, They scored six goals on us, sides. So Tarbell, the first goal slips through his hands, goes through his his feet. Like, come on, bro. You got to be better than that. You've got to be better than that. You get paid more than Brad Stuver. You got to be better than that, bro. There's no – you have to flip-flop on the payment right there. Then we go to Sporting KC. Finally beat them 2-0. And we we'll go to yesterday. Yesterday, man, took Russell, little RB twenty two, to the game. He had fun, you know. Had a blast.
1: What, that was a crazy. Had to be a crazy game to be at right there, man. That back and forth, both ways.
0: It, it was one I'm to sure one. Twelfth
1: minute. Yeah, they started so, off, but they scored. They scored first, right?
0: No, we scored first on a set on a set you piece from, on the corner kick.
1: That's right. Yeah. Y'all scored first, and then they scored, and then they scored again, and then y'all scored two, and then they scored two. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's going yeah. To go so back and forth. <laughs> yes, yeah,
0: sir. I know, bro. I thought so. Russell called five to four. <laughs> he said, it's going to be five to four. Austin, he's going to win. And I said, dang. I said, chill, son. I said, that's nine goals. And he said, yep. Uh huh. But, dude, so whenever it was, Three to two at halftime. I was like, oh, snap. It might be
2: five to four. He might have to take your spot on the show.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for real. You got better takes than (laughs) me. So that first goal, man, Diego Fagundes is the one who crossed it in from the corner kick. But that marks his 60th uh, assist in MLS. So congratulations to him, bro. That's Milestone for this. him. Yep. Milestone. So, congrats to you, Diego Fagundes. Then, 26th minute, it's uh, sorry. So, that's 1 0. Then, eighth minute, they score, which it was a ball that was crossed in pretty hard. And the guy was trying to bring it down and kind of just missed, you know, doesn't bring it down, just kind of flicks it a little bit. And it ends up catching Brad Stuver out of goal. And just falls in there, bro, but kind of like a mistake. So one to one. And in the 20th minute, Brad Suver comes out, clears the ball, punches it out, falls right to the defender. And the defender just sees Lane for a shot, just takes this pretty much the same shot that that Dreusi took whenever we played New York Red Bulls that got goal of the week, which, man, Dreussi, bro. Man, that that dude's a firecracker, bro. He's that dude's definitely the best player in the MLS right now. I mean, hands down.
1: Yes. What is he at? Sixteen.
0: Sixteen goals. Yeah. Sixteen. Two, it's two one, and I'm just like frustrated, bro. I'm like, man, like this always happens. San Jose just does this to us. We 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 go back and forth with them all the time. Every game that we play with them. It's never a boring game against San Jose, besides the first time whenever we uh, hosted them. That was 0 0, the first game inside the Q2. But Sebastian Adriucci scores a goal that's assisted by Ethan Finlay. Finlay just kind of lays it into the middle and puts it in beautifully. So glad that Diego Fagundes didn't try to make a play or anything on that ball because it would have been offsides. Well, no, that's Celebrates- so
1: glad he. He almost got hit in the corner quarter, quarter pocket.
0: But yeah, but if you would have like tried to turn around, you know, or like try to come out, because he he was right. I don't, yeah. even think, I don't even think he expected like anyone to really take a shot. I don't know, but
1: no, he was just making his run and his reckon
0: was just into the net. Right. And he turned yeah, around around exactly.
1: looked. the ball was coming. He's like, I got to <laughs> yeah. get out of the way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So. About to be half time and Sebastian yeah. and That dude just doesn't plays, licks. balls going out. Different and slides and balls ball. rolling out and Sebastian. Go, come back in from out, out of bounds and stops the ball and just kind of just flicks it in with his with his foot. Oh man. Oh what's 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 going on over there, OSG? No.
1: <laughs> Chillin'. <laughs> right
0: heard that, that. so we dude, like, like
1: dude I said, that was thinking like, friggin Russell. five to four two man yeah five to four
0: I was like okay you know it, it might be five to four dang we get into the second half and it was not we just slicked off and then we see Ronnie Perez and Owen Wolf getting ready to come in now we Washington Corozo, that we announced uh, about a month ago now, whenever our we, last episode. episode. He's had a month now. Why is he not coming on? Why is he against the, the who was it, New York? He had a bicycle kick it that turned, turned into an assist. assist. It was actually trying to, he tried to shoot the ball. But the fact that he even attempted to do the shot, I think that should be applauded. Because not many players do that. You don't see many players that have that in their skill, you know, and their mm-hmm. arsenal. So for him to even try the shot was pretty cool to see. Imagine if it does go in. You know, probably one of the best goals of the season. So this guy needs to be coming on. He needs to be getting minutes. We, I want to see more of him. And then he, but for Ethan Finley. Understandable, Ethan Finlay had an open shot that he missed. But he didn't even get it on target. Needs to get those on target. Ethan Finlay, though, he has been doing good this season.
2: He's had those passes,
0: those sets, those assists. Yeah, he's had some assists and goals. So he's doing, yep. he's doing pretty good for Austin this season. He comes on, bro. Uh, Ronnie Redes and Owen Wolf comes on for Diego Fagundes. Now... I just don't understand why Diego Fugundes has to come off like really ever. He's one of our best players. You want to have... Your best players the- He's ready for it, you know? He's, He's ready go to to war for us. So, why not have- switch Diego to the right wing and bring Washington Coroso on the left wing? Or even leave Diego on the left wing and right wing because he can play the right wing as well. So, why not do that and... Still try to put the game to bed, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why not do that, as, bro?
1: It's Red well uh, better than. Uh,
0: well,
1: uh, uh, well uh, we already know the answer to that, but it's like, what, what's happened with Red getting more playing time recently? Because it's not just this game that's been playing, is it? No, <laughs> it's
0: not just this game. It's so yeah, he has been coming on and on. It has to be something that wolf season training that we don't see on at all. Because maybe uh, you know,
2: I, maybe Orozco's not getting the tactics maybe he's just doing his own thing
0: it's possible
2: And Redes seems like he's he's I don't know I mean I'm, I'm just going off of what I, I'm thinking maybe he can tactically listen to uh, to Wolf
0: better than Coroso
2: yeah maybe Coroso comes in and he's like he's wanting to be too attractive. Too too much attacking, and then Redes. I don't know if he attacks a lot, but maybe he sits back a little bit more on that wing. He dip-
0: he doesn't. No he him. he no he 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 he's goes on the wing pretty good. Yeah. But it's whenever he's there in front of goal, he's his shot, man. Like,
2: it's a it's a twenty five on FIFA, <laughs> twenty five on shot.
0: Yeah. Are you serious? Nah, oh, I was like,
2: you were serious, bro. I was like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> now I gotta,
1: now I gotta, yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, I would not doubt it. So yeah, Diego Fagundez, I don't, I just don't get it, bro. And then Darius comes off minute eighty six. I, I don't, I don't get it. Maybe he had a knock. He did look like he had a knock. Maybe so. Maybe he was feeling, and. That dude's been getting me like crazy. MVP chance, bro, last night. We're yeah, just good. still up 3-2 to
1: two at that point.
0: Yeah, 3-2. to two. Yeah, 3-2. to two. So just like your game, OSG, 1-0, a 1-0 lead, right? You're up one. Why? Why not still try and put that game to bed, bro? You have to. You got to go balls to the wall, you know? So yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't get it, bro. But MVP chants were, uh, going. Did uh, any of y'all watch the game last night? No,
1: maybe. No, I didn't watch that. I watched it in the in the background.
0: Yeah, did you uh, hear MVP chants or no?
1: No, I didn't hear. I wasn't really paying attention to sound because I was cooking. Oh, okay. so I just saw yeah. the game in the background.
0: Yeah, so we started chanting MVP, but dude, the entire stadium, like. Like it echoed, like it was crazy, like it was like MVP, and then like you could hear like, whoo, like you know, like just like the, it was loud as hell, bro. It was badass though. I'm sure he, he felt that one. Sebastian Dariusi, bro, he's he's a crack. Like you said, 16 goals, 16 goals, and he is Austin FC's first uh, MLS All Star. Pretty badass.
1: First so, one, yes, sir. So that speaking game, of all stars, yeah, there you go.
0: That ga- yeah, that game is on Wednesday, August tenth. Do you know what time it's going to be at OSG? I think it's at seven thirty.
1: Seven thirty. Yeah. Seven thirty, man. I'm, I'm so. looking. I'm, I'm, I'm looking while you're talking. So yeah,
2: Sebastian they do, 24... they do like the, like last, yeah. last year they, they yeah. did all the um it's like the MLS All-Star week right where they have That's... the um from August 8th to August 9th. the skills
1: yeah the skills August, no, yeah. the skills skills skill challenge on Tuesday night and then and then the game is on Wednesday night and it is at seven
0: thirty. All right OSG. let me ask you this bro uh how do you feel about Actually, actually being a part of the all, the star like you know the skill challenge it's kind of, it's a, it's a it's
1: skill a, challenge, it,
0: it's a it's a but it's a name drop like it's so <laughs> fucked up. There's other players. So, that...
1: so 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 here's here's a great analogy to, to reference it to. You you have the the baseball game. You have an all star, you have an all star game, and you have the home run derby the day before. The all star game is all stars that were voted in and play the game versus all stars and you have the home run derby who goes out and looks for those names specifically to that that genre which is home runs and bring those players in they didn't specifically make the all-star team but they want to be in the they want to be home run derby specialists so this is just a skills at the all-star event so yes I'm okay with Hector Herrera being in the skills challenge and uh, the, the the names that they bring in anybody that's just if it's skills more, bring bringing the better names i want to see the best skilled players go out there and play uh, this little challenge against each other but yeah uh, as far as if he would have they would have put him on the all-star team of course i'm not going to complain but no he didn't deserve to be there if that was yeah. where it would have gone yeah but for the skill challenge yeah no 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 biggie didn't no difference yeah I like what he with the skill that he does show on the field in one v one situations. So yeah, bring him to the skills challenge. Um, I'm interested, and in I'll be watching. Yeah, for sure, bro.
0: Yeah. So Sebastian, Deuce, man. Twenty four matches, sixteen goals, five assists for this season. Doing not not bad. I got I got a little RB right here though. You watched the game last night.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What did you think about the game last night? Yeah. Yeah, who scored? Drew Two times. Drew C. Two times. Hey. <laughs> um, all right, say, say hi to everybody. Say hi to Sunshine and OSG. Hey, Russell, how are you? Hey,
2: hey
1: Sunshine. Hey. Uh, what's up, Russell?
0: Say what's up, everybody. What's up? Why are you acting all shy? No.
2: Huh. Hey, I I heard you almost called the the game prediction right.
0: Five to four. That's Five what you to four. said.
2: It was almost there. Right. A lot of goals. Yeah, I'm sure that was a lot of fun just seeing, just hearing, all the goals, and then just we'll see. seeing the. Uh... All
0: right. So yeah, the comes off, and we end up tying that game three to three. A A or. How how you say his name? Eribisi, yeah, Eribi, Eribisi, Eribisi, Eribi, Eri, Eribisi, Eribisi. So he scores the goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he scores, and uh, three to three, game ties. Second on the table. We're six points away from LAFC. They got a game in hand still. Uh, Gareth Bale freaking making, uh, fucking the MLS defenders look like like they don't even belong on anybody's roster. It's crazy, but uh, in three weeks
2: he he made him look slow, and
0: Gareth Bale's not even fast anymore. He, He and yeah, and he didn't even yeah, he didn't even sprint, but. We got them in a couple weeks, just like uh, OSG. You know, I think we we host them before y'all y'all do, and then that's gonna be a that's gonna be a, a true test at home. The fact that we cannot beat it's frustrating, bro. It's it, the fortress is not no longer a thing. Q two is not a fortress. We're better on the road this year than we are at home. It's more almost more rewarding to go into a road road game than it would be to, you know, just go to Q two. But it is what it is. We'll get through it. Uh, it's looking like we're gonna make playoffs. It hopefully it would take a drastic, drastic drop for us not to make playoffs. So let's get to playoffs, Austin F C. Let's let's keep chucking along.
2: The yeah, the key if you look historically if you get forty eight to fifty five points, you're in it. So, if you can lock in another two to three games, you're in it.
1: Yeah. Was it that high? I thought it was like 41. But, yeah. Last year, that
2: was last year. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, it was last well, year. Yeah, towards the bottom.
1: Yeah, there's a little more parity this year. But, mm-hmm. yeah, y'all should y'all should be good to, for, for playoffs. Just where you're going to be at in the playoff seating.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the true question. And. Honestly, it's almost to where you, you, you know, you want an away game because you can't win a match. You almost don't want to have a home game.
2: For playoffs?
0: For playoffs, yeah, bro. Nah, we're better on the nah. road.
2: But it's still, for playoffs at home, man, that's a big advantage.
0: It's a huge advantage, but yeah. capitalize on these games. And they're not even playoff games. They're not even – uh, I would love yeah. a home game, I would. but I also want to win, you know? So, got to do what – What? I guess <laughs> to our advantage, <laughs>
1: it's better to go yeah. play somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, you got to drop down to the fifth there then. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that though. So, we'll take
0: second place. Second yeah, place same thing. Time.
1: Play at home. Even though it's a playoff game, it's going to be louder than it typically is. So, take it.
2: Make yeah, it back for up sure.
1: the playoffs.
2: This is PA announcer Jeremiah Gallegos for Austin FC. You're listening to the Texas Ring of Fire podcast. All right, guys. Well, that was uh, Austin. Sounds like they're doing pretty good. Um, we'll go over to FC Dallas. We'll hit on uh, July how the month went for them and uh, the upcoming games. And so, uh, basically, we lost, left off with, with Austin. We tied them here at home, 1-1. And then we traveled to Salt Lake, Rail Salt Lake, and we managed to get a, a win off of that. So, we won 1-0. Uh, then we came back home, played against uh, L.A., and then we got the big win there. That was a really good game to see. We got to see Chicharito. We got to see the LA Galaxy. They're, they're not in the best form right now, but they brought in some good talent. And uh, that was a really good game to, to see. So we got uh, three points, three big points there for us. It's
1: what was the score for that one? One zero. yeah. That was a freaking game, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, and it was a back-to-back LAFC uh, or LA uh, Galaxy. Uh, you know, they had a lot of the, the ball control and it felt like at any time they could score a goal and they could probably put two on us and and take that win. Uh, but Martin Paz, man, came up with a great save for the penalty kick. So that's what he was the game of the match. He was the, the man of the match for that game. Re- really kept us in the game for sure. Uh, without him, you know, we, we could have easily lost that game 2-1, 3-1 even. Um, but, uh, you know, that was a good game to see. Then we, we recently traveled over to Seattle, lost there. And, and so, you know, big takeaways. We just didn't, we didn't produce enough um, opportunities for our for attackers. We, we didn't have enough chances to create any chances. And, you know, I think the whole game we had four shots total out of the whole game. So definitely need to see some improvement. And then just yesterday we uh, we were playing against Portland. We got a a last minute tie from from that game. But really the the biggest thing from all those three games is we've we've conceded penalties in all those three last matches. Um, versus LAFC, we conceded a penalty. Luckily, uh, Martin Paz stopped that one. But up in Seattle. Uh, got another penalty kick and that's how we lost the match and then with Portland again yes just yesterday they scored off another penalty kick so that's that's something that we need to figure out we I think throughout the whole season you know we've already given up five or six penalties and if we want to win on the road we can't be we can't be doing that
1: no, that can drain y'all down sometimes, especially when y'all play defense so well. <laughs> Somebody's, I'm going to attack y'all. Y'all foul in the box. Let's go.
2: Yeah, and, you know, yesterday was silly. I mean, it was a handball on on hedges, but still, you know, th- those kinds of mistakes will we'll get you. We caught a break a little bit from that own goal from Portland, and we managed to get a point there. But – Definitely want to see some improvement just throughout the gameplay of FC Dallas. I feel like at times they're just really slow, very predictable. Um, I know our attacking wingers like Ariola; they, they can they can make a difference for us and Ferreira. But when the when the opponent just reads you so easily and they know where the ball is going to, you're very predictable. And I think that's why the last couple of matches, Nico Steves has to change up the the lineup uh for um for the game versus lafc i know i'm jumping in all these three last games but our starting lineup was different from where we you know started um the season and so he's he's having to adapt and having to change some things because of other teams in the, in the beginning of the season we we were playing good but then they caught on to what we were doing and beca- became predictable and if you become predictable and you don't change up your game, even though you're losing and, and not getting points, um, that's bad. So, you know, need to see some of those changes. And one of the big changes that's happening is we, we're, we're bringing in Sebastian legit. So that, that's a good signing for us. I think we really need him in the midfield. Um, we just need another creative there. I think Paxton does a really good job, but at times I feel like he's the only midfielder actually – going up and producing those plays and so I think Sebastian coming in I think that that would be a good pair I could see I, I could see um, Paxton playing on the left center mid and Sebastian either holding a little bit more or even as a right um, right center mid having those two guys is going to be really key.
1: Yeah, just bring him in for a loan or is, is he what was his contract?
2: So he's he's coming in in exchange for some um, a total of six hundred thousand dollars in um,
1: oh, yeah, in, uh,
2: in gam yeah so they're gonna break that up to three hundred thousand in 2022 and then another 300 in in 2023 and his contract is good until next year so I think that's a big win for us um, he hasn't played yet he's still under the process of coming over here, getting adapted, you know, coming from the Northeast and trying to get a house over here. So there's a little bit of settling to do, but um, I think it's a great time just in time for the playoffs, uh, bringing in that center midfielder. Cause like I said, Edwin Cerillo, he's been playing good, but he's more of a six. And so not a lot of, not a lot of going up with him. he likes to sit back a little bit more. um, And at times, you know, he, for that Austin FC game, he, he did a big mistake. He, he he played a ball into a space he probably shouldn't have. And, you know, Austin FC capitalized on that, and, and they ended up tying the game there. So where, where I'm getting to is our midfield is still young. They're still green in some areas. And so bringing in that experience in that midfielder position, that, yeah. that's going to really help us out.
1: Right. Couldn't help y'all continue that playoff run. Yep. add add to the star power that's up top
2: exactly and then you know he sebastian another u.s men's national team player again nico stevis making in that that connection i guess it's helping out bring some good players
1: yeah take the connection take the players
2: (laughs) take the play Yep, and you know right now new england revolution uh where are they at right now? They're, they're not doing so well. They're in 10th place in the um, the Eastern Conference. So, you know, they're still in line. They may not make it to playoffs this year. They might. Who knows? And so I think FC Dallas has a better chance of making it to the playoffs than New England. Uh, I know there's still 10 games left, but this year so far, uh, FC Dallas has been slightly better than New England. So I think that's a, that's a good move from him. Um, but we'll see what else uh, FC Dallas uh, brings in over the course of the next couple of weeks. But like I said, that's a big that's a big win for us. So a lot more we got, than we did in
1: the, in the window. Yeah, what you got? What you got coming up?
2: So we got San Jose coming up. They just got through <laughs> tying Austin FC three three. So we're, we're making our way through. Uh, the California or the the West Coast teams, so they'll be here at Toyota Stadium uh, next weekend, and then uh, following that game, we got Philadelphia, and that's also going to be a home. So we got two back to back home games, and then we'll um, the third game we'll, we'll go out to Nashville and and have that game. So I think you know out of those three three games definitely have at least six points of opportunity there. I know Nashville is always a tough team to go out and play at their house. So if we can get a two wins at home versus San Jose and versus Philadelphia, I think we're, we're locking in that position for, for playoffs, getting a little bit closer to that, that spot.
1: Yeah. And you know what you're going to get from San Jose. So that, that could, that could go, any kind of direction, and then Philadelphia, of course, is a great team. They just don't play that good on the road, so that that's winnable. national you're playing, playing well at home, so yeah, you know that's that's still a tough three. It could go, for, it can go for anywhere from zero to nine points. Yep, not, not nine so, being beneficial to y'all, of course. Yeah,
2: but yeah, that that's what we got for the next three games. Um like I said, I, I do want to see a little bit more hustle intensity from FC Dallas. At times, like I said, they're, the whole game, the first 40 minutes can can look like they're just running around, not really doing much, but um, really just got to find ways to be staying a little bit more creative, less predictable, and, and finding a way to close out the games. I know that's been uh, something that Nico Steves is trying to work on with the young young players. Like I said, the midfield is pretty young, and then you got Jesus Ferreira. He's still young up top. we got young players all the way around, and so finding a way to, to close out those games is is really important for us. And so Nico Steves, I, I heard he's, um, you know, just like what he did at the beginning of the season, put in a new gym for them, put in like a, a health program where they can eat healthy, And now I think he's trying to put in a program where he can educate his players on how to um, close games. That's all about being mentally tough and that experience. And so, you know, the the last couple of games we've, we've gone back and forth, but they're low scoring games. So, you know, that defensively they're doing good, but, um, but yeah, we're excited to see the, the next three games and hopefully we can bring on nine points. And if we can't six is still a good, good amount of points.
1: Yeah, it's been kind of crazy how Dallas's uh, Achilles' hit when not, that it's a uh, backbone right now is the defense. When oh, that's yeah, the offense hyped up, it's always the one hyped up and being uh, publicized, and then it's the the defense that shines. Yeah, our defense has
2: really been been holding it uh, for us, but like I said, with the with the offense, they just got to get a little bit more creative and uh, get into a good. Basically, trying you know, trying to trying to get goals, just like what we were doing at the beginning of the season. But that's that's all I got from for um, FC Dallas. So we'll see how it goes this weekend, hopefully, come out with three points and just build off of that and and end uh, August in a in a good way.
1: Well, we'll we'll see how it goes. You know, y'all y'all two are moving forward, and, and Houston is just sitting there being stagnant, but. Like I said, we got MLS Next Pro to look forward to. Austin's got a team coming in next year. And uh, like I said, game of the season, Houston's hosting North Texas. We're doing a, an official tailgate. So your fans, there they you, should get that for it. It's be there you go. And, uh, the still at home. Yep. So, yeah.
2: so make sure to make those plans. If you guys got time, make sure to check out Houston. Go out there for, for a good time. Both really good teams, up-and-coming stars for Houston Dynamo and FC Dallas, so that would be a good game to go out there and watch, tailgate, and have a good
1: time, right? Absolutely. It's fun. That, that league is so fun. It's just fun to watch them. So, all good and fun.
2: All right. Well, that that's all I got for you guys here at uh, FC Dallas. So uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode. This is Sunshine Out of Dallas
1: out of Houston, so well we got my H's up, holding it down forever that's how we do it. Peace y'all.
0: I am your host, RB22.